Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Ben happened? Some assholes talking shit behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who the fuck just threw up back there? The weekly Fantasy Roundup, hosted by Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Weekly Fantasy Roundup, where I am rejoined this week by my co-host and good friend, Mr. Joel Bryant. Welcome back, sir. Wasn't the same without you last week. How you been? How was your Christmas? Wonderful. I think I got COVID. Nice. Do you not have any Christmas spirit at all? Like, it is still the holiday season. No, I hate Christmas. Yeah, you said that. Didn't you get any fun gifts for Christmas? Santa Claus? Um, I was really still kind of drunk on Christmas morning. Don't remember a ton of it. Yeah? I don't know. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about Christmas. I got $58 for the scratch tickets for Christmas and won $96 on those tickets. Yeah! I got $20 for the scratch tickets and I won $4. <laughs> and that's about hey. how my life is going. Hey, kind of like my wager with you. That's what we call a rebate. People get hey, you that. think that was a, a win for you, but I was just sitting, I'd completely kind of forgotten about it a little bit. And after I lost the Spencer, I was going, wow, this is going to be the first football season in a long time. I don't make any money. And then like a day later, I got still transferred from you. So I didn't even care what the dollar amount was. I was like, ooh, money. Football paid. And then you see the amount, you're like, where's the rest? And then you check no. the DT lead, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Between uh, your 25 bucks and the $4 on my scratch ticket, I just need to find $11 and I can get a rapid test. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just need to find $11. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Well, if you, uh, if you turn one of those dogs into a rug like you've been threatening on multiple shows, I'm sure you could sell that for 11 plus. Yeah, uh, my Christmas was okay. It was filled with uh, booze. Mm-hmm. What, what else is there to do, really? We're all told to stay the fuck home. I had uh, right. the, world, the World Juniors look forward to. They fucking got canceled today. I mean, can we have any nice things? Jesus Christ. I don't get that one. Like, they've only had four positive tests. Yeah, but I guess they're watching the, uh, the trends with Omicron, and they figured four would turn into 40 would turn into everyone in the span of a few days. So they said, fuck it. So why even start the tournament if you know you're going to get to that point that fast? That's the thing I don't get either. Why not just cancel it beforehand? You have to know that the situation when these players are not fully bubbling, you know, these guys were in mm-hmm. like pseudo bubbles. You have to know that someone at some point is going to get it. Why not just take the NFL approach and have those players be removed from the tournament rather than just shut the yeah. thing down, man. It sucks. I mean, and, I can understand why they'd want to shut it down if everybody started testing positive, but I don't know why you would even start the tournament if you knew you were willing to do that. Yeah, I'm with you, man. They should have just allowed for expanded rosters. You know, I mean, I nobody think was symptomatic, nobody had symptoms. Yeah. I think the NFL has got a bang on. It's annoying for fantasy purposes. 
when guys like Travis Kelsey have to miss games due to COVID. But at least they're not canceling games. You know, you come up with alternatives, you pick up backups, you move on. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I the NHL's approach, hockey's approach in general, and the NFL's approach has been, I don't know. It feels like the NBA and the NFL are on a completely different level when it comes to COVID and how to handle it in the NHL and just the hockey world's like, what do we do? Uh, what Seems is like this? the hockey world's on its own little island. Yeah. Yeah. It's even baseball, they were like, fucking play ball. Right? Fuck it. Just fuck it. Play ball. Yeah. Who cares? You know? You can, you can lick the ball before you throw it. We don't give a fuck. That's right. At some point, man, people are just going to revolt. I'm with you. You made a good point when we chatted a couple of weeks ago about having COVID fatigue. I'm. That's just been in my brain. I'm just over it, man. I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't give a fuck. I keep hearing the news. I don't news care about it. not being able to go out anywhere unless they shut the beer stores down, and then I'd really care. But right, then it's. I prefer to be able to at least watch sports at home. Like fucking yeah. leave it alone. Football news: uh, Legend of the game was lost this last week with the passing of John Madden, okay. eighty-five years old. I don't want to come across as disrespectful here or anything, but I just found out that John Madden was still alive last night when I got a text that he died. Uh. You didn't know he was still alive? I had no idea. I thought he died like 10 years ago. No, he retired from broadcast around 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. I thought he He's had a fascinating career, like- right? Apparently, he's, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but his win-loss record for coaching is something like 130 oh, wins, 32 losses, so many ties, something like that. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's like the greatest winning percentage in coaching history. I was reading a little bit about his story. He like inexplicably retired from coaching at 42 to pursue media and just like absolutely was, you know, hell bent and determined to grow the game, grow the brand. It's easier. Yeah. And he was like the reason that his name stayed on the uh, EA sports video game so long is that he was so involved with the actual process. Like obviously he wasn't a game developer himself, but he was involved in like how the game should be presented, how it should be run. Like when the game was first coming on board, obviously there were limitations with graphics and they wanted to do seven on seven on each side. He was like, well, that's not football. Like you're not putting my fucking name on this. If you're going to put some abomination out there, like it's a football is 11 on 11, put fucking 22 people on the field or don't fucking make it. You know, he was quite adamant that the game be as realistic as possible. I thought that was pretty cool. Impressive. I mean, he was the voice of football. When I first got into football, how do you not recognize John Madden, that voice and all the fucking great verbs and adjectives he'd use? You know, there's a couple (laughs) of real funny clips floating around him on YouTube. There's one of him. If you look up John Madden Turducken, have you seen that? No. No, I haven't. It's fucking hilarious. He like rips apart the tur. He does like a full blown analysis on what a turducken is, and then physically like fucking rips the thing apart on Monday Night Football. It's fucking great, man. Uh, anyway, John sounds Madden. awful. Apparently, he wasn't sick. Apparently, even though he was eighty five, I guess he's old, you know. But uh, apparently, he wasn't sick or anything. And this was considered a bit of a uh, bit of a shock. So, anyway, rest in peace, John Madden. Thank you for your contributions to the NFL and the video games we all grew up on as a kid. I personally suck 
at those men games. I was never really good. Uh, but there was one time in particular, I was at another former TBLC member's house, Brian Lungigans, playing men. <laughs> this story is so fucking good. <laughs> and for the third consecutive punt, Brian punted to me, and I returned three consecutive punts for touchdowns. On the third one, he took his fucking controller, fired it across the room, and actually broke the jib rock and stuck into the wall. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Is that about the time that you, you passed out and ended up with your eyes open with a picture of his dick and balls stapled to your face? Or uh, No, that's not how that story ended. That did happen, but that was, that was another, a different time. It was another night. Okay. No, that was just checking in. That those nights are mutually exclusive. That was not a reward or punishment for my men accomplishments that day. Uh, anyway, the- it's good to hear your voice again, friend. It, uh, the show sucked last week. Let's be real. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know. Oh, you didn't listen? Just completely abstained last week? No, I made it through about a minute and a half where you were accusing me of ducking out because I didn't want to take something. I was like, Actually, yeah, the there, first, is, there is nothing else to listen to. The first minute and a half was that a clip from Home Alone because it was a Christmas, little Christmas episode. I substituted the brakes for Christmas bells. Just thought I'd be a little festive all by myself. I did catch that, yeah. Yeah, just try to do something different. It was, uh, you know, I didn't mind doing this by myself last year. But when you get, when you grow accustomed to hosting with someone else and then suddenly have to do it on your own, I was like a fucking fish out of water, man. When you just grow so attached to speaking with me once a week and then you can't, you get needy about it. Is that what you're saying? No, but like I've said, I've said candidly that when I record on my own, it's much easier to edit. I barely have to edit anything at all. You know, I can just spit out the episode in no time, but the conversation back and forth is much more naturally free flowing, much more fun to record, you know, uh, more fun to produce, but obviously a lot more work to edit. So. I had the fucking best week without this. Oh, yeah. So nice. See, I would think that as a result of you losing in the quarterfinals TBLC, you would have just tilted off the earth somewhere. No. Oh, really? No, so I'm just... pretty done with football, but I, I didn't really? tilt. I didn't tilt at all. No, I was just like, not surprised. It's too bad you checked out a Bishop's League early. Apparently, the winner of the consolation bracket gets 50 bucks. Who fucking would have known? He I fucking I put a lineup in in that one. Like I, I was aware of that and I was playing for it. He showed the screenshot. I was like, motherfucker, we're paying last place money here. What? And I, oh, I was playing Bishop and he put up like another 250 points on me or something gross like that. And I was like, fuck this. Right. I fucking he hate started, football. He started Joe Burrow. Yeah, and Joe Burrow and the wacky QB f- scoring there. Fucking 79 points or something. What a fucking so why man. am I doing this? Right? They're like, okay, guys, fine. I'll check back in. I'll go for the $50 booby prize. And then just yeah. get completely fucking murdered. <laughs> for the second week in a row. Right? Oh, my fucking God. hell. I'm just a magnet for fucking thrashings. Hey, man, it's just one of those seasons. You know, but you've yeah. got... You've got some titles in your past. I mean, you'll get back there. You had a good season overall. Just I don't like this fucking season at all. I just want it to be done. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want nothing to do with it. 
Like, well, we all, got the, this. all the COVID shit and all the fucking stupid injuries that keep happening and all the stuff that's moved around, like, just finish it, put a fucking asterisk on it and like, get yeah. me out of it. I don't want to do it anymore. I think that I'm not as tilted as I was in years past, but not necessarily because I'm not disappointed that I lost. It's just so much other bullshit going on with the NFL, with the COVID and the fucking players missing games. I, that's the thing. I wouldn't say that I tilted when I lost at all. I was just, I'm just plumb over the fucking stupidity of it all. Cause you can, you can put the best lineup together you ever have all season and something fucking ridiculous is going to sink you in the end anyways. So just yeah. move on. Well, I, I, I said this last week, you at least got your wish. You knew it was over pretty early. <laughs> you got mm-hmm. absolutely pumped and there was no sweat. You didn't have to worry about Monday night. He had Jefferson go Monday night, but it didn't matter. It was long over by then. So at least you even got if wish. I made it, I would have lost Robinson anyways because he fucking died the next week. Yeah, opening. I had Hopkins go down. I had Robert Woods go down. I had yeah, fucking AJ Brown and IR forever. Just now, get me out of right? here. AJ Brown and IR forever comes back last week, fucking explodes. Like if that's not yep. fucking fantasy football, just shoving up your hoop. I don't know what is. Story of my life. You did get a very convincing win over Cam though in the cancel in the consolation uh, bracket last week. It might did be. I? Th- yeah, you beat him by score, score 132 to 14. <laughs> Cam, Cam was getting the notifications for touchdowns, and he was like, fuck this. Stop trolling me, NFL.com. Benches everyone to stop the notifications from coming. And the I saw that he coming. had benched everybody but left one player in, and I was like, oh, he's, he's fucking Joel and me is what he's doing. Well, so no, we, it's we because – real- we got a real game here. And then I just gapped out and didn't think of it. Well, how about, I mean, shout out to Cam. He only started one player. It was Jeff Wilson on Thursday night. My boy puts him in his flex. <laughs> Thursday night in the flex. So what happened was that uh, Tennessee and, and the 49ers played on Thursday. Of course, he gets all the scoring notifications from Jeff Wilson. And he was like, fuck this. I don't want any more of these benches the rest of his team. Atta boy. Uh, yeah. So yeah. now that you've made me look at it, I see that uh, you and I are against each other in the consolation bracket this week. Yes, I was going to get to that in the TBLC segment of the show, but yeah, we can uh, talk okay. Do we want to maybe? Uh, I mean, I know we're both kind of locked here. I've got, I've got Tyler Lockett in my reserve. I can't move him. <laughs> you can't oh, even move your IR no. spots now. Oh, because I can't drop him. I can't drop anyone to make room for him. So I'm just stuck. But Tyler Lockett in my fucking reserve. Stupid shit. Well, at least I went down with, mm. with an empty roster spot. Yeah. Because uh, Hopkins went into my reserve and I never picked anybody up. I was didn't see how the week played out. So how about those Hopkins? Uh, fuck you. Who, me? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> fuck this season. Can't this fucking season. talk for 10 seconds without you in my ear. I'm sorry. I've Doing just wanted, fucking Bruce Almighty. Oh. I just wanted to point out those early predictions for our match. 125.02 to 124.98. Jesus. Oh, we got a game here. Right? 0.04 projected margin of victory. I had some tough matchups. So I don't. It's almost like I planned on going deep or something and wanted to have good matchups in the end. Yeah, you got, well, you got Kyler, who Hawkins. shockingly has Stupid not been Stupid game. 
right? I mean, who knew? Uh, the, I mean, we obviously know the uh, the importance of um, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals lineup. But fuck, Kyler Murray's looked like amateur hour without Trash. a man. Holy fuck! So it'd be That's interesting the first thing I do if I had if I could pick up players this week, I'd get a new fucking quarterback. I don't know what I'd do. I would uh, probably get a starting running back. I got Justin Jackson with Eckler back. Lodge Mitchell probably won't even play. I got Joe Mixon. Taylor and Freeman. Joe Mixon conveniently took the week off and it was playoff weeks and then said, oh, you're eliminated. Uh, 32 points. Piece of shit. Fuck. How tilted. Like, I wasn't overly tilted with the quarterfinal loss. And then, of course, last week, my team's a high-scoring team in the week. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That's always, always the fucking way, man. Always. You should be more tilted than I was. You had a way easier matchup than me. I mean, I shouldn't be so rude to Bishop's team. Like, Bishop had a a good team for most of the season, but his team was falling apart down the stretch. Yeah. How does a team like his that was, like, getting just fucking killed going down the stretch make it to the finals? Let alone another guy who's playing two running backs from the same team and whacking all these other darts into his lineup, get to the finals. What is it we said all season? Stacks win championships. Look at the finals. Mahomes, Hill versus Stafford Cup. Stacks win championships. The proof is in the fucking pudding. I still don't know if I agree with that because the stack didn't win me a championship. Well, your stack got hurt. The stack didn't win you a championship because you gave up and traded a part of it. Uh, well, I didn't have the primary stack. Mike Williams was the early season flash in the pan. That was always a Justin. You Herbert. thought you had him when you traded for him. No? Yeah, I thought I did. I thought I did. Yep. But that was, that was a concept I was going for, but it came, became very clear very early in that trade that that was not going to be the case that Mike Williams clearly bloomed way too early. And I was like, maybe yes, I'm, I will buy the new sexy. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't fucking care either way, but when football goes back to normal, I will go back to doing what I was doing. I will not try to have one of the better stacks in the league. And then like four, five empty spots in my lineup that I'm just trying to whack people into every week. Cause I don't think that works every year. I don't think you have four to five empty spots here. A lot. I think honestly, I think you had a really nice team. I think you just got a lucky you fucking donut. Nolan. Oh, well, I mean, Mean you said that the best thing for him at the deadline was to trade the uh, the Stafford Cup stack for the best return possible. Mm-hmm. We called it though. I mean, he got healthy at the right time. Michael Carter came back and has been productive, although he's got a tough matchup this week. He hasn't been so, productive at all. He had three points in the quarterfinals, and then what did he have last week? Uh, well, he went over a hundred on the ground, and that three points in the quarterfinal was his first week back after multiple weeks on IR. So I'm going to give him a pass for that. He had, he had 14 points last week. So Yeah, he didn't find the end zone, but he went over 100 yards. The against the here. Jacksonville Jaguars. I bet he goes huge in the finals against Tampa Bay. Yeah, right. The only running back this season to go for more than 100 against Tampa Bay was ironically Khalil <laughs> Herbert when uh, Dave Montgomery was in the lineup. <clears throat> I'm just going to cut to the chase here. I don't want to be rude, but I don't think either of these lineups are championship worthy. There, I said it. Well, I'm okay uh, with it. As, as much as you may think that the TBLC gods beg to differ. But I mean, the season is so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's so been a dumb. tough one. 
COVID's been tough, man. It's just wreaked havoc on lineups. Bishop's got uh, he's got a couple of plus matchups there. Najee against Cleveland should be nice. Damian Harris yeah. against Jacksonville. I mean, smash. He managed to get Rojo against the Jets. I mean, Jesus Christ. Who and Nolan is, had a pretty lucky route to the finals. Who the fuck is Jay Palmer? What the fuck? Nolan Pro- got Cam's beat to death team in, in week one of the, or in the quarters. And the yeah. top three teams managed to go down the same week. So all of a sudden, even though Nolan like wiggled into fourth, all of a sudden he's the highest ranked team left. And then he gets Spencer's team who who goes from 180 points to fucking like 102 or something. Oh, yeah, you knew that. I mean, I, not to toot my own horn, but I did predict this final, and I said specifically, like, I thought that Spencer absolutely blew his low versus you, and there was no way his team was going to repeat this week, and it was bang on. So, yeah, Gary had a pretty good path. Bishop had a pretty easy path, too. Davin's team only put 106 points up in the semis. Yeah, that's right. There were a lot of so, low scores in the semis, or in the quarters, rather. New so, champion, sure. Yeah, I mean, let's shout I'm out. Not impressed. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. You don't have to be impressed. But what you can be impressed with is the fact that your best bud, Gary Nolan, is in the TBLC finals for the second year in a row. Second year. Good on him. Yep. At least he had a fucking winning record this year. <laughs> yeah. Fucking five and eight abomination team last year. So what fucking difference does it make? I guess it doesn't. I mean, eight and six and seven and seven in the finals. Is that really that worse than five, five and eight? eight and five and eight? Of course. When all the nine and five teams don't even see the, the semifinals, they're done in the quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I don't know. This is uh, I don't know. I'm uh, anxious to see how this plays out. All I know is that. I mean, not, I personally don't care who wins, but let if me know Gary who wins or don't, I don't that's, care. That's the spirit. Yeah. If Gary somehow loses again and manages to lose back to back finals, we'll be looking at a real life Buffalo Bills here. Like, at what point do you just say, I'm not cut out for this if you manage to lose back to back finals? I kind of hope no one does lose out of the two of them because I think his team is weaker. And that would ultimately prove there's some logic and reason left in this. Well, I think Gary Nolan's going to pull this off. And for no other reason, uh, last week against Baltimore was Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow was doing video game shit to them last week. So the Stafford cup stack against the non-applicable secondary of the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, my God. They're on the road anyways. It's... Yeah, a warm weather team traveling to a cold weather climate, but I don't know. Zeke against one of the best. Look at Zeke and Carter. Arizona and Tampa Bay. Good luck running on those. Carter's going to be tough for sure. I think Zeke will be okay. If nothing else, Zeke manages to always fall in the end zone from two yards out. Kendrick Bourne, look, he's still having to whack in this fucking waiver fodder junk pieces mm. into his lineup in the finals. Sony Michelle is going to be a nice piece, though. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a dart throw that somehow worked out for him. Yeah. That was just yeah. like a one-week pickup that he needed to fill a spot, and Henderson was out. Ooh. Gonna starting running back this week, and then look what it turned into. Yeah, I don't know. It's ironic that 
we see two stacks in the finals, but these are definitely not teams you would predict for championship runs. I mean, we're looking at Bishop's team here with Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Josh Palmer. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh, fucking no. This is the fucking finals. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones was a nice pickup. Ronald Jones against the Jets is going to get Well, yeah, now he's Fournette got Fournette out. out of the way. That's yeah. what I when I keep saying the stupid shit that keeps happening. That's one of them. All of a sudden, Ronald Jones is a quality piece. Fuck off. I'm sad that none of us, neither one of us managed to make it past the first round. Although, I, again, I said that win or lose, I just hope we suffer the same fate because that episode could have been very painful. If you had advanced and I lost or vice versa. So I didn't want to suffer the same fate. I wanted to move on and I wanted you to fucking lose. Oh, that's me. See, I would that's, rather us both move on, friends. That's what I wanted. I would have rather Sorry. us both meet week 17 for a championship. I mean, we are meeting week 17, but I think we're in like the fifth place game, whatever the fuck that means. Not me. I want the fucking Nolan route to the finals. I want everybody that's the bye to the finals. To go away. And I just get to play easy teams and nothing stupid happened to me on the way. Yeah, That's me, and you, me and you were playing for the fifth place game. Yippee. Wow. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. It's got to be my lowest finish here in years. Uh, the, the final, the fantasy Super Bowl, four versus six. The third Ooh. place game, eight versus seven. Fifth place game, one versus three. Seventh place game, five versus two. Like, should that not be the other way around? This is so stupid. Can we just finish this up? I want to go drink. In Bishop's League, the final is me and Megan, one versus two. Good so, on you. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited. I haven't played uh, for a championship in a couple of years now. This is exciting. And, uh, you know, I know that his league is not the subject of this podcast, but, you know, it's still relevant. I think I got a decent team. I think I managed to avoid injury. I actually might get dead to me Travis this. back this week. I got to listen to this shit for the next two hours. Oh, cracks the beer. <laughs> Tom Brady after a loss against the Jets. I'll take the uh, Brady Antonio stack. Yes, please. Uh, apparently, Amon Ra St. Brown is some kind of smash play, apparently. You know what I can't wait for? the season be over baseball yes baseball will be good get me the fuck out of football yeah baseball will be good because i generally don't compete i'm very active with my team but i'm not generally very good and you tend to do well so that might go better for you than me Mm -hmm. all right well let's dive into uh tblc last week at least formally i know we've let's not and just tell people we did no that's somehow this works (sighs) we actually had to discuss it in detail it's part of the program friend don't worry two more weeks okay then we'll have a little break for baseball okay you said lamp it's almost over jesus all right so Semi-final week, TBLC, last week. Place, Costanza, take on eighth place, Shogun Master. Yeah, needed a stack to get to the finals. First fucking thing on top of the lineup, M. Stafford, (laughs) 7.68. 
Oh, this is just all making sense, isn't it? <laughs> Man, you are so fucking bitter about being. What are we doing here? Fuck. Holy fuck. It's like watching two hobos covered in their own shit fight. The bitterness is just oozing out of your pores. I'm done with the dumb fuckery this year. Yeah, this year was tough for sure. But anyway, (laughs) staying on track, Gold Stanza defeated Shogun Master by score 157 to 127. Gold Stanza's 157, highlighted by. Matt Stafford, 7.68. Thanks for pointing that out. Zeke, 17. Michael Carter, 14. Antonio Brown, fresh off the IR slash suspension, 20. Cooper Cup, uh, kind of a down week for Cooper Cup, I guess, only 21. Mark Andrews, 27. My God. Sony Michelle, 21. Ryan Suckup, 16 points. What? Jesus. Decent, uh, decent week for Gary. Gary had a couple of, couple of big weeks in the playoffs so far, which is a big reason why he's in the finals. Uh, Shogun right. Master on the losing side of things. Let's see, two uh, eleven. What was it we were talking about with him? Uh, he had versus you. He had Jalen Hurts dropped him. See that? I always thought that was odd. Like, fine, you don't want to start Jalen, but why did you fucking drop him, man? Dude's got fucking gravy matchups all through the playoffs. You want to start Tua for a given week in playoffs? Sure, start him, but don't fucking drop Jalen, man. I don't want to play anything against the Saints, so I can't get with the logic there. Shout out for Spencer for having the wherewithal to pick up Rex Burkhead, benches him. 29 points. Oh, my God. That is fucking depressing. It wouldn't have mattered, but God damn, that is depressing. Fuck. Well, he wasn't uh, going to play him over Miles Sanders. No, Dante Foreman, Sanders got hurt. Maybe it, Devin Singletary, although Devin Singletary had a decent game. I would have Shocking. not really gone with Foreman. I don't know if I would have wanted to replace him with Burkett, but I probably wouldn't have been so keen on playing Foreman. The problem with Foreman, though, is that he was a Thursday night game. So, stuff's about to be. We've seen Rex Burkhead's floor, and it's uh, fucking zero. So it's Foreman. Yep. Russell Gage crashed back to earth. New sexiness. Manuel Sanders did nothing. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 20 points. Dalton Schultz, well, hello, 22. Yeah, it's, I mean, Cowboys D, he had some nice scores, just too many down weeks. Uh, it was unfortunate that Sanders got hurt as early as he did. Sanders was fucking... Sanders has been really good since he came back from the IR. It's unfortunate he suffered that hand injury. You'd think he's just being a fucking sook, and then he he breaks a completely different part of his body. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, maybe he's not. just fragile. And even still, they say that Sanders is only going to miss this one week, and that he uh, is going to try to play through in week 18 and beyond. Should Philadelphia make the playoffs? Can you imagine trying to play in the NFL with a broken hand as a running back. Well, he certainly, he certainly won't be catching anything out of the backfield. As long no. as it's not his dominant carrying hand. That's not as uncommon as you may think. They need to take him out and fucking latch him to the tit of a cow for the next three to four months yeah. until the calcium get, is built get up. Get all the calcium. Play right. in the NFL. That's right. Uh, let's see. With the win, 
Mr. Nolan punched his way to the TBLC finals for the second, <laughs> second, second year in a row uh, with the last Spencer lost in the semis. At least he managed to get himself a win in the playoffs this year. Shout out to making the final four and have a shot at the third place booby prize. And the other semifinal, Saad Nosu for you, defeat the Roundhousers. I score of 142 to 107. Another example of how critical it is to have the stack. T Hill, 19 receiving yards, <laughs> 3.9 fucking literal points. I'm just saying that the two teams in the finals have prolific stacks. They right? just rode their stacks all the way. Well, they certainly fucking rode the stack against me. If this was our fu- points. Where was this fucking 30 points out of them last week? I would be in the fucking finals now, but anyway. I digress. No sue for you is 142, highlighted by Patrick Mahomes, 27. Najee Harris, 16. Tyler Boyd, 18. Zach Ertz, 13. Ronald Jones, nice pickup and start, 16 points. And the Bucks defense had a huge game against Carolina, 22 points. On the losing side of the equation was Roundhousers. We were so excited for him to make the playoffs and get a playoff win last week. Sadly, the Cinderella run came to an end. And Davin was ousted in the quarterfinals. His score low-lighted by Aaron Rodgers, 26, pretty good. Mel Gordon, one. What the fuck? Negative four at Rush Hurts? He must have got hurt. Is that you, Stephen Ridley? I don't think hurt. so. I, I don't think he got hurt. I think he actually played the game. He had to have. I think they both had seven carries. Both Gordon and uh, Javante had seven carries each. I so think. Gordon just ran once and got smashed as soon as he touched the ball, and then they just didn't run him again the rest of the game? I don't know. Let's see what the note says on Mel Gordon. He did. He rushed for minus four yards on seven carries. That is yeah. fucking impressive. <laughs> I told you they both had they, they both had seven carries. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked. It's fucked. So, That's like my NFL stat line for a week. The only thing he's limited with is probably fucking bruised ego. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, I took away from my season rushing total. Shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, Mel Gordon won. Uh, Josh Jacobs at 11. Uh, fuck Hunter Henry, 1.9 gross. Jamar Chase was good, 20 points. Gibson, 14. Just uh, wasn't meant to be for Davin. The, who would have thought nope. the Chargers defense was going to put up two points against a fucking corpse of the Houston Texans? Christ. If I would have told you in like week five that Davin was going to lose – to a team that had Braxton Berrios, Zach Ertz, Ronald Jones, <laughs> Tyler Boyd. What would you have said to me? I would have said you're full shit up your eyeballs. Here we fucking are. Here we fucking are. Yeah, just well, wasn't. Davin did not go 14 and 0. Confirmed. No, he did not go 14 and 0, but shout out to Davin for not finishing anywhere near last this season. Mm-hmm. And finding himself in the semifinals. So it was it's an impressive be show. In the, uh, the third place game. Yeah, he gets to play for third place and uh, some money back for once. So it'd be nice to see if he can actually take some of the, 
because of the super high caliber final four that TBLC produced this year, he has to play against Spencer. <laughs> so <laughs> could be a real barn burner. Oh, fuck. Like you and me, we are both paying members of this league. And like you and me, we both have teams in this league. But we need to remain objective, friend, for the for the sake of the podcast. We just got Yeah, but it. here's the thing. I have a microphone and they don't. So fuck them. You want to you get some partiality? Do me a solid and rotate one Parti- of them in. Partiality. I did have Cam in last week. I don't know if you listened to our conversation. It was pretty good. I didn't, know. Not too bad. It was a good chat. I enjoyed I it, it thoroughly. I started off the conversation with Cam by saying, uh, joining us now is a man who absolutely needs an introduction because he's never won a goddamn thing in TBLC. And we were just <laughs> we were just in the fucking nuts after that. It was a good chat, I gotta say. Uh, anyway, with the win, No Super U finds himself in the finals in just his, what, third year in TBLC? Second? <clears throat> third? I think maybe second. I, I think him and Brian came in same time. I thought this was his first year. Definitely. Hasn't, hasn't done anything relevant until now, so. Well, it's only been a couple of years, friend. It takes time. <laughs> And with the loss, Davin unfortunately slides into the third place game. Again, not ideal, but great season for him overall. Made the playoffs, won a round. See, I can talk shit on him all without mercy now because I'm not in the fucking TBLC chat. I don't have to deal with any of the repercussions. Yeah, are you going to come back to that or what? No, fuck that. No, never? No, I'm good. It's just one less thing that's making my phone go off all the time. I try to drive home from work and listen to music on my phone. It's like, bzz, 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 fuck off. You know, you can know mute notifications, right? I did. And then people kept fucking tagging me in it. So I, when you, when it's muted and they tag you in it, it comes through anyways. Come on. That was funny. We yeah. It was, it was funny. I was like, yeah, that's a good workaround. Now watch my workaround. <laughs> and I kept adding you and been like, welcome back friend. And before I could even type the words, Joe Bryant's left, re-added, left, <laughs> re-added, left. I was like, this fucking guy. Nope. That's enough oh. of that for this year. Yep. Whatever. He'll be back. I fucking need you. Yeah. Okay. You keep saying that. You keep coming back for the punishment for the most part. Except last week. Last week you were missed. I should have taken you up on the whole I was ducking it thing and just sat out the rest of the year. I should have been like, yeah, you're right. I am. And now I'm never coming back. Yeah, that's so fun. Okay, but you can't only you can't cunt. just you can't just host when it's good for you. You saying that if like mid season your team is like three and nine, you would have just been like, "Fuck this, I'm not doing this podcast anymore." No, what I'm saying is that I wasn't ducking anything. But as oh. soon as you accused me of ducking it, I should have embraced that and and gone oh. with it, and it would have got me out of it entirely. Just seemed pretty convenient. All right, so semifinal week is done. The stage is set for the TBLC final. Lucky us. Yeah, lucky us. We see fourth place Co Stanza taking on sixth place. No sue for you. I mean, let's be real. This is not going to be a burn burner. As you alluded to a little earlier, these teams are maybe not the teams we expected being the final. There was a Can team. they do something to try to make it interesting for us? Like, can they just make a crazy bet or like loser relegates or loser just relegates? Just give us something. 
Give us something. Agree to make the prize money winner take all. Second wins nothing. Eight hundred dollars for first, yeah. nothing for second. Anyway, early projections in this matchup have uh, Gary Nolan as a twenty-seven point favorite. How is that a thing? I'll tell you why it's a thing. Uh, because Bishop has guys in his lineup like Jay Palmer. Who the fuck is that? Jordan Palmer? Like Nolan does not have guys like Kay Bourne. Completely fucking irrelevant. You should fuck with Nolan's lineup and make it so that he has to play Zeke and Pollard just for all the weeks he put us through that dumb fuckery. <laughs> right? You may not escape this now. That's right. You're committed. Yep. I I mean, honestly, he might want to consider that. Michael Carter against Tampa Michael Bay. Michael Carter this against week. Tampa Bay. Fuck, that is gross. I mean, I'd almost take my chance on both Pollard and Zeke falling into the end zone rather than uh, rather than Carter against Tampa Bay. I'd say the Jets abandon that run real quick. Anyway, friend, who do you think is going to win it all? Who do you think will be the TBLC champion 2021? It's a fucking dumpster fire. I don't want to. There's, there's going to be no champions here. None. Just fucking flip coins till we have a winner. Just names out of a hat. Let's go. Yeah. I'll put uh, Costains and No Soup for You random dot work. It'll be more credible list. than this season. I've run the list five times. Whoever's name's on top is champ. Do it. I like it. Uh, I should, should leave the spot on the trophy blank for this year. Have them play for third. Anyway. Predict a fucking winner, would you? Anyway. I don't want to. I really don't. I'll pick Bishop. No rhyme, no reason, just just because. He's not Nolan. Now, I will say that it is my intention next week to interview the uh, the champion. If if Gary does, in fact, win this, you're gonna able, you're going to be able to show up for that? or No, I'm going to be busy next week. Booster? Yeah, getting a vasectomy. <laughs> Again, you pick Aaron Bishop. No rhyme, no reason. Just because, no. quote, he's not Gary Nolan. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about this entire fucking season anymore. Does not make sense. So no, no well, logic, I mean, no reason. Bishop, that makes sense. As you went one and done in TBLC, basically finished last in Bishop's League. Finished what week ten in the. Guillotine League. It's not a great season for you overall, so I see how you would feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Gary. I like the uh, Stafford Cup stack at Baltimore this week. I think that could bear a lot of fruit. The only potential issue is that the Ravens could be without Lamar, so that could hinder their offense. Although if Huntley plays, he looked good versus the Packers. So I don't know. The Stafford Cup stack could be the reason why they get up so big. But if they do get up big, they could roll with um, Sony Michelle. And if you can believe this, Cam Akers, what? Can you believe that? I had the right idea when I picked him up a couple of weeks ago. Saw the video of him doing box jumps, and I was like, fuck this. I'm grabbing this guy just in case. That's how I don't you think know he'll... he's ready. It's a box jump. Well, he was doing box jumps and, you know, exercises after tearing his Achilles. So he looked healed to me. I was like, fuck it, I'll grab him. So You're basically like, a doctor. So No, I'm not a doctor. Joe Rogan's see how a you doctor. came to that I'm, conclusion. I'm not a doctor. I'm a YouTube watcher. You were like, box jump, he's good. I'm in. 
Yeah, but look, he came back. He's healthy. Anyway, he's not healthy though. If he's going to well, be on a snap count, well, of course. Again, he's coming back first time in eight months. Or are they just going to give him fucking twenty-five touches? So, so is he good start? to go, or is he not good to go, Doctor Skinner? Which one is it? Listen, I suspect he will be active, but I think he may or may not even touch the ball. If he does get touches, it'll probably be in a position where the game is firmly out of hand just to get him which, some which reps. Which phase of his regimental program did you determine that would be? That he would just be active but, like, not play? I'm is not that, sure. like, the seventh phase of rehab, eighth? Is that where, you know, the walking on the sideline is different from walking in the physio clinic? I would say less than five touches for Cam Akers this week, but it'll be fucking cool to see him back on the football field again, let me tell okay, you. Okay, Aristotle, just fucking relax. Aristotle. Okay, so you predict Bishop. Man, you are angry. Holy fuck. So you predict Bishop for the win. I predict Nolan for the win. Let's quickly. I predict Bishop to come out on top. I don't know if you call it a win or not, but. Okay. You predict Bishop's name to be on the trophy. Uh, Just a couple spaces away from mine and your name. Back when it was relevant. Yeah, still relevant. Pre-COVID. That's right. Okay, let's uh, quickly touch on the third-place game as these guys are playing for cash. Shogun Master versus the Roundhousers. Um, let's see. Early projections have Davin as a very narrow favorite by less than one point. Davin's dealing with uh, Mel Gordon, who, as we touched on earlier, had negative four yards on seven carries last week. Gibson in a tough matchup against Philadelphia with a toe issue. Jamaris hit or miss. Uh, Landry is Landry. Jacobs is Jacobs. Uh, I I think Shogun Master is going to win this. What do you think? I don't care. You don't care? Spencer gets Elijah Moore back from injury only to have him go right on the COVID list. Jesus Christ. I was just reading the note on him and it says that he might not even be clear of the injury that put him on IR. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. He still has some hurdles to clear with regard to the quad injury that previously landed him on IR. Wow. So are you trying to wish him into your lineup? Either way, he's got Brandon Cooks. Looks healthy. So what are we doing? Yeah, well, maybe he just well, – he didn't trade for Elijah Moore after all. Maybe he just wants to get some kind of return from him. Fucking traded for Brandon Cooks, too. Yeah, he did. He, Brandon Cooks is the reason that he made it this far. Oops. Congrats to Bishop and Gary on making the finals. May the best team win for whatever that means, for whatever, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. All right, let's shift our focus now to Joel's favorite pool, the Guillotine League. Decapitation. Uh, fuck, are we still doing this? Nation. Yes, we are. Okay, quick question. Are we picking the winner or the loser this week? Ah, uh, that's up to you. It's been a while since you've been on the show, so I'll let you decide. We should probably pick the winner because it's last week, right? Well, uh, I got what I wanted out of this pool. Justin. I don't give a fuck who wins now. I got my rebate, baby. That's right. Because I don't give a fuck. Best 25 bucks I ever spent. 
because if that went the other way, it would have been 125 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. See, and this is why I didn't send you the $50 friend, because there was there was more money outstanding. And I'm sure that if you owed me 25 from Justin on Lottery, you would have sent it back to me a fucking dollar a dime. I would have mailed it to you. Yeah. Coins in a fucking plain white envelope. And then Pennies. With, with no tracking. And then it's I like, would have oh, paid for the freight. I don't know what happened to us. Yeah, no idea. Anyway, the man with many team names, Mr. Cameron Stoyles, finished third place. Much you know when you said that, you know what I thought of? What's the that? gif that he always puts up all the time with Seinfeld is like, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is a shame. Cam went down with a score of 115.84, which was highlighted by Justin Herbert, 21. Devontae Adams, 33. Jonathan Taylor, down week, just 11. Uh, Alvin Kamara, eight shit, 7.9. Dallas Goddard, shit, five. Cordero, shit. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot going on. 115 with uh, three super teams left. It's not going to cut it. As a result, basically had to whack in a lineup on Sunday morning, didn't he? Yeah, he had. Uh, I, I kept getting notifications that, that said he kept picking up players. I was like, what the fuck's he going through? Yep. Tell you what he was going through. He was going through uh, Eckler and Dalvin and Kelsey all being out. So it was unfortunate, but uh, my wallet and my sanity will take it because as a result of Cam finishing third, I saved myself 25 bucks. Jesus, is that a is that a personal best? That is a personal best for me in this pool. You got it. It's like five weeks. You picked somebody and they didn't die? Or is it you only be, four? You should be thankful that we didn't add a uh, winner's clause to that uh, additional $25 bet. Otherwise, you'd be sweating it out now. But fear not. Well, I did that on purpose because I'd already beaten you. I was just trying to yeah, milk right. that cow for all I was worth. Yep. Didn't work well, out. That's fine. It uh, worked out in my favor. That wager could have been as expensive as $125 as a result of Cameron slash Team COVID going down in third. I saved myself 25 bucks and only owed you 25. So yay. keep your checkbook out, bitch. Baseball season's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two teams left. And uh, again, just like last year, it was brought to light the gaping holes in the waiver system. Justin literally got priority on every one of his fucking picks today. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If only there was a discussion about that last year so that they could have been paying attention and known what to do. Yeah, it was brought up, but then the fucking off season just kind of came and went and nobody really brought it up again. And then we just kind of got into it. So it was on the mind of a couple guys. All teams, the way teams figured out ways around it. Like you brought up today. I think the conclusion we drew last season was to not spend all your raver dollars and people. And they spend it even money. faster. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> I was, I was one of three people that had money left and I was down in week 10. Yep. Yep. They spent it even faster. Yep. So like, I, you know what the pro, you know what the solution to this is? Spend it faster. Yes. That'll fix everything. Hey, that's what Sean McLean did. Couldn't wait for his hundred bucks to be gone. There will be no problems if I make it to week 18, 17. I suggest at some point in the group chat, 
that um, whoever the high-scoring team is of the week gets to absorb the budget of the decapitated team. That would sure make for some interesting roster moves, let me tell you. If somebody I don't know thought- what the solution to that is. I don't know how you guys fix it. The way to fix it is to not rely on tiebreakers. That's why they're called tiebreakers. Yep. Don't spend don't all your fucking money. You don't want to lose out on all your waiver claims? Save a buck or two. Yeah. So people are spending me. it every week, whether they fucking need a player or not. Like, yep, just spending for the sake of spending. Like, if you don't, I went, really I went to a point where go. I didn't need to put a waiver claim in for like four weeks. Right. If you don't really want a guy, <clears throat> then make a zero dollar claim for him. You know, if you kind of want a guy, make a fucking one dollar claim for him. I don't know. It is a fucked up system. Don't get me wrong, but I don't, I don't oh, know yeah. what else you do. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's, it's a Yahoo default. I mean, let's just, okay, let's sidebar for a moment. League, commissioner. Everybody wants Yahoo because you can do so many things with it, but here we fucking are. We're on Yahoo. Edit league settings. I'm obviously not going to change anything now, but just see what the options are. Waiver rule, okay. Determine inverse standings. Here we go. Waiver priority by, here are the options. Uh, if waivers are enabled, all players drop from teams, roster or meet. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows that three options, continual rolling list, waiver claims are processed in waiver priority order. And each successful claim moves a manager to the end of the waiver priority reverse order of standings. Waiver claims are processed in reverse order of standings and successful claims do not affect. Okay. Weekly rolling list based on standings. Okay. Here's ours. Okay. In free agent budgets, waiver systems, each manager receives a dollar amount to place blind offers on wave players throughout the season. The manager with the highest offer at the end of the waiver period claims that player, and that offer amount is deducted from the team's free agent budget for the season. Multiple managers place an equal offer on a player. Tiebreak options are available as described. Continual rolling list tiebreak, reverse order standings tiebreak, weekly rolling standings tiebreak. So I have the... Reverse order standings tiebreak. So the only options are FAB, continual rolling list tiebreak, FAB, reverse order standings tiebreak, which is what I've selected, or FAB, weekly rolling standings tiebreak. So I don't know what the fucking solution is. It's probably one of the rolling ones, but I don't know. Manage your shit and it won't be a thing. Yeah. Continual rolling list, probably best, or weekly, weekly rolling, but... Anyway, I think Whatever. continual rolling, it would reset after every claim. I think continual rolling list waiver claims are processed in waiver priority order, and each successful claim moves a manager to the end of the list. So that was kind of like uh, that was like the year that Gary hated TBLC, whereby if you didn't use your priority, you didn't lose it. Yeah, and that's fucking stupid. Yeah. That's the problem one, because that way, if you end up in a season like this and you're the Gary Nolan that doesn't have any massive injuries or is lucky enough to whack your way through each week inexplicably, you have a priority to boot. That could work, though, hey? With so that one does Looking at dollars much. involved. Go ahead, do it. But the thing is, you're not talking about dollars involved because it's only relevant when everybody runs out of money. That's right, which, as we've determined, is week 10. Yeah. 
The only other everybody's like, there. it's like the Black Friday meme. Don't don't buy that TV on Black Friday or next Black Friday will be black too. Well, here you fucking are. Yeah, right. The only other option then is weekly rolling list based on standings. Waiver claims are processed in reverse order of standings, and each successful claim moves the manager to the end of the waiver priority list. So that should be what it should be. Isn't that what you have already? No, I have the reverse order of standings tiebreak, the second option, which is waiver claims are processed in reverse order standings and successful claims do not affect. So the guy at the the bottom gets priority and just keeps it. They do not affect the priority list. So next year, okay, so I'm going to say this now. Next year, the waiver system will be weekly rolling lists based on standings where you make a claim and move to the back of the line, much like in other pools. So yeah, I will that. address that for next year, friends. This whole I fucking league apologize. is like, ah, this league that makes no sense and everything's fucked up makes no sense and it's all fucked up. Nah. So that'll still, that won't change much from the perspective that like teams will still have incentive to bench their players when they are through to maintain their lower points. But Which is once, also dumb. Once that lower point team makes their first claim of the week, then they become bottom of the list rather than Justin literally going, I'll take one Devontae Adams. I'll take one Jonathan Taylor. I'll take one Dalvin Cook. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So. If I had to go out on a limb, would it, would Ryan have saving himself like $3 avoided this whole scenario? Uh, probably. But then he would have become the guy that got to hand pick his team. That's right. But is that how it would, works? Well, at least with that, it would be based on merit. Like he, he will have earned that by saving his money. This case is just him and Justin with zero dollars. Although I These guess you fucking already, guys can can manage their lineups in the way that you can bench multiple right? players every week over the course of an entire fucking season. Yeah, so to I guess, stay ahead of somebody else, but so you can't save one more dollar than anybody else. That's a good point. So I guess both instances you would have earned your position, like Justin's earned his lower point total by successfully managing his team all season. So you could argue that both systems have merit. The reality is that in a pool like this, there's going to be flaws and there's going to be chaos because that is the nature of this pool as a whole. The reality was this pool is always going to be a fucking disaster and you guys love the disaster. So roll with it. That's my advice. Well, some of us don't participate in this pool for that long. So we don't really know. (laughs) That's you. That's me. Yep, We don't really know the ins and outs. I don't really know the inner workings of this pool, the finer strategies. I don't really you should. Have. You said you studied for like an entire year. Like, for example, based on what my six weeks in the pool, at no point have I ever had the luxury of benching a player because I was like, I'm through. I don't need your points this week. I've never had that luxury. Yeah, you're like, guys, I don't understand what the problem is. You just you just look at your full budget that I always have and you just put in a claim out of that budget. What's the problem? You don't understand that people can go deep enough that they run out of money. Yeah. I like Justin playing uh, keep away with Dalvin this week. Shout out to Dustin or Dustin. Shout out to Justin for abusing the waiver system a little further to the point where he drops a kicker for Dalvin just because he knows that Ryan needs a fucking running back bad. <laughs> so he picks up Dalvin just to play keep away. 
That's like, cold. No. I hope it gets him. That's cold as fuck. But yeah, no doubt. Oh, Ryan, what's that? You've got Javante Williams who took a dump last week and you really need a running back? Nah, I'm going to pick up Dalvin just so you can't have him. That was cold, buddy. Pools, pool's a disaster. Yeah, well, it's almost over, friend. Anyway, early projections for this week in the guillotine league have Justin as a huge favorite with a 173 to 143 projection. All right, so uh, you already predict football team to win it all? I haven't actually looked at teams, but judging by Ryan's displeasure with how the waiver played out, yeah, I'll go with Justin. Yeah, I'm gonna go Justin too. If for no, no, no you can't do that. We already established you have to you have to pick somebody different. Why? Because we talked about this like three weeks ago. Because we can't have the same pick. No, but shouldn't I get priority? I mean, no, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get it with Ryan. You didn't even fucking right. show up for work last I beat week. Beat you to it though. I suggested first, so I'm like, you didn't even show up for work last week. Show up for work. Fuck off. It's like <laughs> ringing bells for the Salvation Army. If I don't feel like it, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Oh, you're sick. Shop All right, well, work. you picked Justin. as fitting, considering uh, he's the man that got me my rebate. All right, well, I, I mean, I guess I'll pick Ryan. Fuck. Uh, you want to bet on it? No. How come? I'm going to take my loss and run with it. 50 bucks on the winner. Let's go. No, fuck you. Pussy. Yep, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to say. Justin's team is fucking miles and miles ahead of Ryan's. Holy fuck. I mean, I'm sure. The way this season's gone, that can only mean that he's going to lose. Maybe. Maybe. This it, inexplicable shit pile that we call football 2021. Justin, God love him. Justin finished fourth last year. Now he's in the final two this year. Cam's finished third. For the second year in a row, imagine that 18 teams and 17 teams can't finish third two years in a row. Unbelievable. Justin even survived your little wah fest about how he didn't pick up Delvin Cook. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) He could have won it all. He just picked up Delvin for three dollars. It's so funny. How many mornings, like ever since I bet on him to, uh, Outlast Cam, how many mornings would I like call him after waivers? Like, dude, what the fuck? You didn't pick up this guy or that guy. He's like, you know, you're not co-managing my team, right? Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck that you have money on my team. This is still my team. I'm like, oh, okay. He's probably like, you <laughs> shut the fuck up week four and let yeah. me just win you some money. Yeah, like what the fuck? Stay out of it. Don't apply your twisted logic to my team. I think Ryan's going to roll out uh, two tight ends this week. He's definitely going to start Kelsey. I never imagine. picked Ryan to make it to the end, so good nope. on him. Nice to see somebody doing Honestly, I things. wouldn't have thought he would have made week 10 with his team in the beginning. Yeah, his team is tough. We picked him a so, couple times to go down. At some do point, it. he went on record to say, keep my team name out of your lips. That's right. <laughs> because we were just picking him to go down fucking week in, week out. Here he is, week 17. Yep. So, yeah, well, this pool, the abomination. We should have called this pool Abomination Nation. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time, yep. Well, there are two teams left. So, will Justin Kennedy win a Skinner title? 
for the second year in a row, will Ryan be victorious and pull it out? Only time will tell. I, I like can't it. wait to not tune in because I don't care. You don't give well, a good luck to don't care about fuck. That's okay. the spirit. I really like that. I really like that enthusiasm. You let me know next Wednesday who wins. Okay. Yep. Okay. I will. Okay. Now let's move on to the bestest segment of the whole week. The shirt of the week. Shirt of the week. It's football. Football is the shirt. COVID? The whole season. The whole season? Just the 2021 season? The shirt, shirt of the year. Shirt football. of the year. Next week, we got awards too, friend. Oh, fuck. I don't want to do this anymore. Why not? We're such a good team. I don't want to do football anymore. I'm so over football. I can't emphasize that enough. Talking about football right now is like ripping off waxing strips off my entire body. I don't want to do it. You can cheer for me in Bishop's Pool. I still got some football left to play. Yeah, I'm not that fucking desperate. No. Uh, that would also involve paying attention to football. I don't want to pay attention to football. I just want it to end. Your shirt of the week for week 16, none other than Chargers running back Melvin Gordon. Except he plays for the Broncos, you fucking nipplehead. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. He used to play for the Chargers. Former, <laughs> former Chargers running back Melvin Gordon. Chargers running back Melvin Gordon. <laughs> The artist formerly known as Chargers running back, now known as Broncos running back, Melvin Gordon. Yep. Check out this note from NFL.com. Gordon lost four yards on seven carries and caught his only target for four yards. Sunday's loss. The Raiders committed to shutting down the Broncos running game, and Gordon was met by a defender behind the line of scrimmage almost every time he touched the ball. The veteran back remains 57 scrimmage yards short of 1,000 for the season. Can you imagine? He was only remains 50. 57. That means he was 61 to start with. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't remain anything. <laughs> that's right. It's like, how did I get worse? No, let's <laughs> wait. No, let's. It's not good math, friend. Uh, he would have been 53 short of 1,000 going into the game and is now 57 oh, short. Be, okay, I get it. Yep. Jesus, fuck. What are we doing here? COVID's after my brain. This edition of Joel Math. <laughs> if we can buy Joel Math with Skinner's fucking team recognition. Yeah. Chargers running back Ladanian Tomlinson is your shirt of the week. <laughs> this fucking podcast still has more credibility than the guillotine league. Oh. This podcast is directly- and TBLC for that matter. Oh no! Come on, come on now. Well, speaking of TBLC, I went ahead and picked up something to uh, modify our trophy this week. I'll be sharing pictures when it's done. You're gonna hang like a shit roll off of one of the arms or something? No, you'll see. Anyway, yes, Broncos running back Melvin Gordon shirt of the week. Seven carries, negative four yards, one reception. For four yards, which equated to a lovely stat line of one point. Yes, a point. 
just what Devon was looking for in semi-final week, I'm sure. Season on the line. You're fighting to go to the finals for the first time. What is your RB1 put up? A point. That is fucking gross. Disgusting. Yep. Much like you and your fucking bodily functions. You can't just pretend to fucking purge them for just an hour or two. You just did a fucking shit in my ear like a minute and a half ago. You're going to talk to me about my bodily functions? (laughs) Fucking leaked ass into my eardrum. Yeah, but I can edit mine out and I can leave yours in. But you won't. Yeah, I won't. I try to make this podcast as clean as possible. Mm. All right. Mel Gordon, shirt of the week. Tough break, Davin. Tougher break. Mel Gordon going in, pursuing a thousand yards, goes four yards in the wrong direction. Whoopsie. Whoops. All right, friend. And with all that, right. Do you want to do the outro then? No. Okay. We started everything with all right. Friends. <laughs> you are one COVID-filled cunt, you know that? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. Moving on. If you talk like that all the time, I would have hung up on you a long time ago. But I had a fucking ad out on Facebook. Looking for a podcast co-host. Okay. Moving on. You know, before I agreed to do this podcast, I, I flirted with the idea of having uh, standards. And then I decided that it didn't matter and Fuck I would just it. do the podcast. Right? You're like, I'm already yeah. bottom of the barrel. Yeah, how much worse can I get? It was in my like one in three slide, right? Where I was just, right. this is how the world ends. You're like, I'm already the fucking Fuck fantasy football donator. I already never win a goddamn thing. Fucking, I got a fucking go tattoo. Yeah, that's right. Got his name on a tattoo. Might as well do a podcast with him. I may as well spare one of these other respectable humans from having to do it. That's right. Mm. All right, friend. Well, I'm glad you're back. This was way more fun to record this week. Last week was painful. I'm gonna say. I bet it was. You had to talk to you for two hours. You yeah, that was. Understand tough. my plight now. <laughs> well, I did talk to Cam, and me and Cam did have quite a refreshing conversation. So. Oh, that's good. I look forward to hopefully having a conversation with the eventual champion of TBLC and Decapitation Nation next week. So I don't. By the sounds of it, you don't look forward to much of anything. The only nope. thing you look forward to are beers and COVID tests. Baseball. There you go. Well, baseball will be up soon. Whatever All sport right. is next, assuming COVID doesn't flush it down the fucking toilet. <laughs> That's right. We'll have the fucking COVID Olympics soon. Just super yep. spreader events. Enough of this fucking baloney. You uh, have a good night, friend. Yep, you too. I'll uh, talk to you next week. Same time next week. We'll see what happens. Yeah, okay. See what kind of mood I'm in. Because apparently that's a determining factor whether or not we can host our weekly podcast. I'm sorry, Skinner. I'm just, I'm in a bit of a flaky mood tonight. Feeling a bit emotional. I'm just going to curl into my blanket and watch the notebook for the fourth time today. Whatever you need to believe to let me off the hook. <laughs> That's right. Okay, buddy. You have a nice night. I'll talk to you, you next too. week. Bye. Best, best of luck in your finals you're in this week. Yeah, somewhere. go fuck yourself. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> See you now. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
Thank you for listening to the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. Contact us anytime at theweeklyfantasyroundup at gmail.com.